Heat Wave ahead. For four days only, it's the sizzling hot summer sale at JCPenney. Thursday through Sunday, shop select men's and women's tees in all new bright colors. Just $5 for her and $7.99 for him. Plus, pick up select Home Expressions bath towels, two for $7. All these deals and no coupon needed. Hurry in, but stay cool. These deals are sizzling. JCPenney. Offers valid 627 to 630. Exclusions apply. See store jcp.com for details. Heat wave ahead. For four days only, it's the sizzling hot summer sale at JCPenney. Thursday through Sunday, shop select men's and women's tees in all new bright colors. Just $5 for her and $7.99 for him. Plus, pick up select Home Expressions bath towels, two for $7. All these deals and no coupon needed. Hurry in, but stay cool. These deals are sizzling. JCPenney. Offers valid 627 to 630. Exclusions apply. See store jcp.com for details. From a home studio in beautiful Dayton, Ohio, it's time for another episode of Mike Talks Funny. Brought to you by Eventide Entertainment. Tonight, comedian Cade Roden. Music from Cannibal Jones. And Mike's interview from the local news. And now, here's your host, we just said his name, Mike Shay. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Mike Talks Funny. I'm your host, Mike Shea. You literally just heard me say that. What's going on, funny talkers? We are back. It's another exciting week. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I had a pretty good week. I'm just saying. Um, As we briefly touched on last week, I'm back on stage, folks. I'm going back on stage. I had uh, a night at uh, Hannah's last Monday. Tuesday, I went down to Go Bananas for the, uh, they have a, a comics hang and writing session down there that was a really helpful. And then I want to say a big, huge thank you to everybody who came out to Wiley's last night for Wiley Sunday Comics. It was my 13th comedy anniversary. I got to celebrate it on stage at Ohio's oldest comedy club, and I got to host at Wiley's for the first time. It was a fantastic night. I'm so happy with how everything went. Thanks to my family and friends who all came out. Thanks to everybody who just came out to the show, whether it was to see me or just to go to a great comedy show. It really is the best comedy show in Dayton. Thank you guys so much for coming out. I had a blast. I can't wait to go back. I'm so happy to be back doing comedy again. And uh, I also want to give a big thank you to uh, Fox 45, the local uh, news here in Dayton, who was kind enough to have me on their morning show Friday morning to talk about my career a little bit and talk about doing the Wiley show. And for those of you who missed it, uh, I have a link to the video in the description of this show. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to play the audio for you uh, right now. So sit back and uh, enjoy my my interview with Kristen Cornett on the Fox 45 Morning Show. Club, you'll see some of Dayton's comedic talent take the stage. And one person you'll see is sitting me sitting here with me this morning, Mike Shea. And Mike just so happens to also work at our station here. So he's on the other side of the camera. So we're very excited for him. Now, Mike, what is it like? You've been doing this for 13 years. Kind of a special anniversary for you at Wiley's. 13 years this Sunday. Started at 16. Wow. Um, told my parents I wanted to be a comedian. They were like, OK. Yeah, okay, I was gonna say, how'd sure. that go? <laughs> oh, it was great. And it's like, yeah, you still stick with the with the with the broadcasting degree, uh, which I did. But um, there's just, yeah, it was the idea of I was a theater kid and getting up on stage and being able to just make people laugh. Yeah. 
it's uh, it makes you feel powerful. It's like it's like you're you're you're, you're tickling them without Aww. touching. That's weird. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, back that one up a little bit. <laughs> but uh, yeah. See, is there a moment when you kind of were like, oh, you know, people do think I'm funny. Like, how do you get into stand up? Um, for a lot of people my age, you know, growing up in the 90s, it wasn't a, a household form of entertainment like uh -huh. it was in the 70s or 80s. And then when, you know, things like the blue collar comedy tour became such a big thing and uh -huh. I realized, oh, this is a thing you can do. And just being a theater kid, I was like, I'll give this a try, see if it works, if it doesn't, whatever. And it just happened to go well the first few times I did it and then it's 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 addictive once you start you just you can't stop where it's do hard you kind of draw from for your material um self-loathing is okay. a big one uh I have a black belt <laughs> in self-deprecation um they do a lot just a lot of uh things that I just think are weird or are odd and uh, the trick with, with comedy is some, just because I think it's funny doesn't mean other people will. Uh -huh. So it's a matter of going on stage, trying it, seeing if it works. If it doesn't, you move on. If it does, you stick with it. What's something odd you might hit on later <sighs> this weekend? <laughs> oh, this weekend? Yeah. Well, I, I, have, I, I was a teacher for three years. I oh, taught English. And, that provides a and lot so of things, pulling I from, imagine. Yeah, pulling from <laughs> some stuff that the kids have said, you know, questioning things that maybe I didn't question when I was a student and now I have to th actually think about that a different way. That's so actually like a that. good point. I can only imagine what that happens. Yeah. Now you've also give, been given the special honor hosting the show this weekend. I am. I, I've performed at Wiley's a couple of times. I've never gotten to host where I was living when I was living down in the Carolinas. There were no comedy clubs anywhere. It was all bars and clubs. So now that there's actually a comedy club in my town where I live, to get to host there to me is is like winning the lottery. Very cool. And so I'm, I'm so excited. Now, you're one of how many Axel performs Sunday? I believe about 15. Oh there's usually gosh. 12 or 15 of us up there. Wow, so you can get a little bit of everything. You, you can. The Sunday nights at Wiley's are if, just the best experience to have if you're a comedy fan or getting into it. For five bucks and two drinks, you get to watch 15 comedians from around the Dayton and Cincinnati area, you know, do five or seven minutes at a time. There's yeah. a headliner. Um, it's just, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you can't beat that. And like you said, open mic night, five bucks. It's on Sunday at eight. Doors open at 7.30 if you want to get there and see all of this. You can also buy them online right there on your screen. And we'll have this link for you online as well. Well, Mike, thank you so much. I'm very excited for you. It seems like an awesome show on Sunday, and I think you'll do a great job. I can't wait. Thank you so much. Hopefully no station <laughs> jokes, right? I don't want to see me up there, right? <coughs> Uh-oh. Uh. He's coughing. All right. <laughs> I got to send it over to you. So yeah, big thanks once again to Kristen Cornett and everybody at Fox 45 for having me on the show. It's great to be back on stage doing comedy, guys. And speaking of being back doing things, there is something dropping tomorrow on the Eventide Entertainment Podcast feed that you may have missed for a few months. It's a brand new episode of Track Record. That's right. Robert and I finally sat down and hashed out a brand new episode of Track Record. Now, this one's an off-the-record episode which, as you guys know, is some of our favorite episodes to do, where Robert and I sit around and shoot the shit and kind of unwind and, and kind of re-energize the battery. So you guys get to have us sitting around talking about stuff as we prepare for a new season of Track Record. That comes down tomorrow uh, at 1 p.m. on the Eventide Entertainment Podcast feed. Make sure you guys stick around for the rest of the show. We've got brand new music from Cannibal Jones and... Right after the break, my interview with comedian Cade Roden. Stick around. You guys don't want to miss this.
Hey guys, Mike Shea here. In 2017, my father passed away after a year-long battle with FLIT3 leukemia, a rare and aggressive form of blood cancer. But he wasn't alone. Every three minutes, someone in the U.S. is diagnosed with a form of blood cancer. And despite all the medical progress of the modern age, more than a third of blood cancer patients still don't survive five years after their diagnosis. You can help end the suffering by donating to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. They are the leading edge of cures for all forms of blood cancer. They provide free, highly specialized information, education, and support. In 2015, they provided over $41.8 million to patients in the U.S. To donate, simply go to facebook.com slash Comedy and click the Learn More button. Every little bit helps. For more information, go to www.lls.org. Ah, hello there. My name is Wallace J. Crumplebottom. And when it's early in the morning, there's nothing that gets me ready for a long day of bean counting, quite like a good breakfast. And there's no better breakfast than a brand new episode of The Breakfast Lads. Take it from me, I'm British, so I must know what I'm talking about. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 a.m. for a brand new episode of The Breakfast Lads. Brought to you by Eventide Entertainment. Goths, metalheads, wiccans, vampires. If there's one thing we all have in common, it's our all-black wardrobes. And nothing is a bigger enemy of black clothing than the endless summertime heat. But fear not. Shadow Magic is here to alleviate your suffering. Original symbolic designs set on light-colored clothing lets you be yourself without the heat stroke. Go to shadowmagic.online and use the code MTF10 to receive 10% off at checkout. Shadow Magic, represent the darkness without melting in the sun. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Mike Talks Funny, and I am speaking with comedian Cade Roden uh, on the Zencaster lines. Cade Roden, how you doing today, man? I'm doing all right, man. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Glad you could be on the show. Uh, now, you, we were talking off air a little bit. You mentioned that you just moved. Where did sure. you move from? Uh, I used to live in Price Hill in Ohio, which I don't know if you know, is a terrible idea. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's in Cincinnati, so like it'd be the hood. You know what I mean? My car got stolen out of our driveway. And like, as the dude was stealing it, I was standing on the front porch and I kind of just thought it was like rolling out of the driveway. I don't know. My car moved. So I chased it and I opened the door and there's a guy in the car and he ran me over into the front of the house. So, uh, we tussled it out a little bit and then dude dropped his phone, (laughs) left his phone in the car and got caught. But we decided that Price Hill wasn't a good place for us anymore. So we moved into uh, Northern Kentucky. Yeah, that that seems like kind of a no-brainer when your yeah. car's getting jacked out of your out of your driveway. It's probably a good time to leave. Yeah, yeah. No, we decided we didn't want that to happen to us again. You know, I mean, I feel like most people would make that decision. So it's a smart decision. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not a, not one that people think you're crazy for. for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, I know. Plus, like we we had kids. We had six kids in the house at that time. I know it's way too many kids. Like it's way too many kids. I've never heard enough about that. Yeah. But, you know, like that dude ran into the front of our house and the kids had been sleeping in the living room, like having a sleepover, you know, watching a movie, doing stuff like that. And like, we were, no, absolutely not. 
So we moved in now, Kentucky. It's quiet. Well, you know, quiet's good. I like that's part of the reasons why I like Dayton is because it's fairly quiet, except for all the heroin. So you said you had six kids there. Are all six kids your kids, or was it your was friend, your, your kids' friends? Or okay, so I have three, and I'm engaged to somebody who has three. So you know, like at this point where you know we're get, we're getting married next year, but we were living together. So my three and her three. Oh. Yeah. So you're the Brady Bunch. Yeah, oh my God. We put a dollar in a jar every time somebody says that to us. We're up to like 74 bucks. Man. <laughs> That's fantastic. So so knowing where, where you're from, where you're at now, I guess the question is, you, again, we talked about this a little bit off air before we got started. Um, you said you haven't been doing stand-up long. How long have you been um, doing? I've done like five open mics, man. So like barely at all. You know, but it, it's fun. I, I love it. I've wanted to do it for probably my entire life. I started watching comedy with like uh, blue collar, blue, uh, blue collar comedy tour, you know, Bill Engvall and Jeff Foxworthy and Larry, the cable guy who I just, you know, slowly became less of a fan of. I didn't get her done or whatever. But, uh, you know, ever since then, it was just it was always my favorite thing. You know, if I was sad or angry or you know, whatever other emotional spectrum crap I was going through, you know, I'd sit down and I'd turn on somebody who was supposed to be funny. And I wanted to try it for so long. And then actually, like I, like I said, I'm engaged and she sat me down and was like, you got to go do it. You know, you're, I guess I'm funny, you know, <laughs> but, um, she was like, you got to go do it. So she signed me up for the show at urban artifact. And she was like, it's like four or five people. It's going to be super small. Just be like, get your feet wet. And of course, the first time that I walk in the room, it's like a show. <laughs> There's like 40 or 50 people there. There's a spotlight in my face. I wasn't prepared for it at all, man. I didn't really have any material. I didn't. I found out about it an hour before. So I was like, all right, man, I'm going to wing it. Kind of like this podcast. Never done it before, but like I'm, I'm winging it, you know? <clears throat> and I got up there and I was wearing a bright blue shirt. And like coral bathing suits and some flip flops. I had no idea I was self conscious about my feet until I stood in front of a room full of people who could see them. But I loved doing it, man. And, you know, people laughed. So I guess I did all right, you know? And I just, it's so much fun, man. It's like, uh, it's at the same time terrifying and exhilarating. And it's, I mean, I jumped out of a plane once before and I don't know, this rivals that. So it's something I want to keep doing for sure. That's that's crazy. Well, that, first of all, you got yourself a good woman. If she's willing to do that for you, to say, no, you're going to do this and I'm going to make it happen. Because so many times the wives and the girlfriends and the fiancés, you're like, I'm going to go start doing stand up. And they're like, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, don't get me wrong, man. She was like, look, don't quit your job. <laughs> you know, she, she she thought I was funny, you know, like she knew I was going to be funny. She knew I was going to get up there and make people laugh. But it's not like you walk up on a stage and, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I've been through a lot in my life, man. That's why her and I work well together. You know, obviously I got three kids. So with her three, I mean, uh, we we did. We got lucky when we found each other, man. We there's there's not a lot of people who have lived like the same kind of life. In, in that kind of way, we have things in common that just like you don't have in common with just people in general, you know, so it, we, we got lucky, man. And yeah, she signed me up for it. But I mean, she's still a girl, man. So every now and then it's like 10 o'clock. I'm like, hey, there's a pop up mic. And she's like, get in bed. You know what I mean? So 
There's both sides to it. <laughs> but that's fun too, because then I get to hashtag conversations in the dark, man, because we talk at 2 a.m. and I'm funny and she's loopy, so <laughs> life gets good. Well, it's great that you got you guys have a great relationship. It seems to it's a relationship that is uh, made for comedy. I think sometimes you get relationships that just you're, you're great relationships. You're you're together for years or forever or whatever. But to have a relationship with somebody who where the relationship itself feeds the comedy is is not as common as people think. Um, and it's yeah, great that you I mean, get to have it's, that. It's really not, man, because it takes a strong person to get made fun of constantly and still like love the person that's making fun of you. And I do it all like everything that she does, man. She is just one of the smartest and sweetest people I've ever met in my life. But she has really bad anxiety. So sometimes like that comes up and like in a moment, like she drops a penny. And she's losing her mind because it's just a rough moment. She starts hopping up and down like Peter Rabbit and losing her mind. Man, her arms are going all over the place. And it only lasts for about four minutes. But then when she gets done and I mimic her, she laughs at it. You know what I mean? Like a deep rolling, like genuine laugh. And that's what we do. We sit outside and we we laugh at ourselves, you know, and that I feel like is one of the things that can make a relationship, make or break it. Because if you can laugh about yourself, you know, you get that opportunity to be like, hey, this is funny, you know, like we had this moment, but at, at this moment, you know, like this happened and I'm I'm scared to tell you, like, I, I fucking hated that moment because I love you and I don't want to hurt your feelings. But when you can, when you can do that, when you can really communicate like that, like, Hey, you, you did this, you hurt me or, you know, Hey, this sucks. And I just need to vent about it, you know, and she has been through it. You know, we've been through a lot together and even in a short time, and we've been through a lot before that. So we get these opportunities to just sit down and, you know, like uh, when you lose a kid or something like that, um, like finding finding somebody that understands not to tell you you're going to be OK. Like, this is fine. I'm so sorry. You don't want to hear any of that. You know what I mean? Like you just want somebody to shut up and take whatever emotional abuse you're about to partake to them. You know what I mean? Like give give to them because you're feeling shitty, you know, and that's it's hard to find that it's hard to find somebody who just like really lets you feel what you're feeling and that you can give an opportunity to let them feel what they're feeling, you know? Absolutely. That's, that's, that's a great way to look at it, man. And, and I think a lot of people are afraid to, well, here's what, here's what I like about you is you're honest about this kind of thing. You're open and honest about, about this kind of thing. Not a lot of comics or people in general are, as open and honest about that kind of thing. Comics tend to want to put on this air of I'm a comedian. <laughs> nothing bothers me. It's all funny okay. to me. And I think a yeah, lot man. of people have that perception of us. And what they don't realize is comedians, we're some of the most like yeah. troubled, like, emotional yeah. people you'll I, ever I think, meet. Um, a lot of it is, you know, I mean, it's not like I was like physically abused as a kid. You know what I mean? I mean, my mom, my mom tried to stab me once or twice, but like that wasn't, I didn't really think that was abuse. You know, um, she, uh, she's mostly normal now, you know, she takes pills, but like most of the time I feel like comics, you know, they go through a lot. My dad was one of those, like, it's never good enough. So I have all of those issues, you know? So like standing up in front of a room and making the whole room laugh, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool. Laugh at me. Laugh at me. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's almost an addiction because you need that constant approval. You know, you need that constant just like, hey, hey, 
pay more attention to what I'm saying than anything else. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I feel like most <laughs> comics are doing. I feel like we're damaged and, you know, we can't afford therapy. So <laughs> we, we're like, hope you like me, no. please. Please <laughs> like me. You know? But <laughs> We need that validation. We need that. Because, like, if you're a musician or you're an actor or a ball player or whatever, you can go practice and <laughs> in your room by yourself. Or, or in a classroom and get better. With us, we have to go on stage and right. bomb nine times out of ten just to get that yeah. tenth show that goes I, over. I have really to say, well. man, I've been I've been pretty lucky. I mean, maybe it's because like there was once or twice I went to an open mic and I was like, no, nah, I'm not signing up for this. Like, I'm not ready to handle that much rejection because I knew it wasn't going to go well. But I've done okay. I think four out of the five that I did, you know. At least once or twice, I had the entire room laughing, and that that felt really good, you know. So of course, I have like that narcissistic side of me where that false confidence comes from, where I'm like fake it till I make it, you know. So I get up there and I made a room full of people laugh a couple of times, and I'm like, I'm fucking famous, like I'm awesome, I'm famous. This is perfect. I'm my life is set. I'm good, you know. And in my anxiety, it's like, yeah, but um, you have to pay the bills, and nobody's giving you any money, so you're not really famous, asshole. You know, and then ADD kicks in and it's like, hey, did you know dolphins fuck upside down? <laughs> so that's that's what that's how it works, man. Like, I just I don't know. I just keep doing it, you know, and like like she is. She's super supportive, man. She she gets behind me whenever we have the time around six kids, man. Like, so that's that's one of the things that I'm I'm struggling with is uh, like it's hard to make it to an open mic at nine o'clock, man, with six kids. Are you kidding me? What am I? Hey, baby, you want to put them all to bed? Dude, I have a hard time doing it. And I'm single with no kids. I'm single with no kids, and I have a hard time making it. To yeah, a I mean, open mic, me too. Right? Like, it's not like the kids aren't in bed. They're in bed at eight o'clock. I could be at the mic, but bro, I just put six kids to bed. I'm trying to watch my feet dangle under the TV a little bit. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, it, it's 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 the comics that don't have kids that don't have the responsibility that don't get it. They're like, well, you can still make it. You can still make it out. It's like, no, you, you, you can't. You know what? I'm exhausted from, from, from taking care of the kids. You know, me, I work two jobs. I work a full-time job and a part-time job. I'm tired. I don't feel like getting dressed, getting in the car, driving out to a mic for three hours to go for five minutes where I'll probably yeah. suck. Yeah, because I'm a lot of times, see, I, know, I noticed this about comedy, man. It's like, just like anything else. Like, you make a movie, you make a comedy show, you make anything, it's a presentation, you know what I mean? Like, it has to be really relatable. You know what I mean? Like, it has to be relatable to everybody. So, I think one of the benefits of having kids is like, you know, at least half the population has kids. We're destroying the planet with it and whatnot. So, you know, I, it's really easy to stand up and be like, hey, um, you know, have you ever woken up in a dead silence at three o'clock in the morning? I mean, like, it's silent. The, the, everything is silent and you just know. You just know. You're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Something is about to happen. You know, and then like walk into a room and you remember those Nesquik jugs, like the 10 supply of Nesquik chocolate powder and an entire gallon yeah. of milk is just mixed together. And they painted the walls and the curtains and the bed and themselves. And just an entire room is covered in chocolate, chunky Nesquik, Nesquik mix. And you know what I mean? Like that's relatable to a lot of people. But some sometimes it's not. And that that makes it hard, like starting out too. you know, like when you get to the I feel like in the beginning of 
comedy, you know, like open mics and stuff. Like this is a room full of comics. So like you have to go in there and be like, you know, like I had, I had to call a CPS one time and I was on hold on a hotline for abuse for like 30 minutes. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is a hotline. I kind of like when that hotline bling, you know what I mean? Like answer it. And I figured like, okay, maybe, maybe they went out to lunch. But I started thinking about it. Like, what if you called the suicide hotline and they were just like out to lunch? And see, the thing is, at the end of 20 minutes of being on hold, they hung up on me. Like nobody even picked up the phone. They hung up on me. And I'm like, all right, well, this is a suicide hotline. Your call is very important to us. Please listen to Lean On Me instrumental music while um, we eat French fries. Hope you don't kill yourself in the next 25 minutes. You know what I mean? And then the phone goes dead. And like, I don't know how many people have we lost to that. You know, so like a room full of comics will laugh at a suicide joke, but a room full of parents will not. You know what I mean? So no, they will not. <laughs> There's, it's like I, I, the, the sh- I, I'm always been a firm believer that uh, nothing is off limits as long as you can make it funny. I really don't care what you tell a joke about as long as right. it's funny. But I know I'm in the minority with that. Because there are plenty of topics days that nobody wants to hear you tell jokes about. And I have seen comics who were absolutely killing the room slip into one of those topics. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've, I try to stay away from my politics. You know what I mean? Because I don't know anything about it at all. I have six oh, kids, yeah. man. People ask me if I watch things like football, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? What's your favorite team? Um, The Reds. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I don't pay attention to it at all or politics you know what i mean i mean like i have a couple of opinions but they're like some dude from somewhere that doesn't know anything kind of opinion so i try to stay away from it i'll start rambling you know but like when you jump into any any kind of that stuff like you're gonna immediately divide the room you know what i mean like politics or like you know i know people make like a lot of abortion jokes and people make like rape jokes and people people do that stuff and like man you're in a room and those people are going to feel some type of way about the stuff that you're saying so like if you don't want to bomb maybe just tell them you slipped on a banana or something you know what i mean but i don't <laughs> i don't i i try to stay away from that at least i don't have enough of a following and i feel like eventually i feel like when i get to like i don't know maybe a hundred instagram followers or something like maybe then I maybe then i'll be cool enough to like have somewhat of opinion you know i've got i've got 300 instagram followers i, I don't i don't feel uh famous <laughs> enough to tell yeah, no, I mean, i'm definitely gonna stay away from that you know? i don't mm-hmm. going forward from there <laughs> um we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back, we're going to okay. do some rapid-fire questions with Cade Roden, guys. Stick around. Hey, guys. This is Mike Shea from Eventide Entertainment. As you may have noticed, our lineup has been a little scarce lately. We're currently going through some programming changes, and we'd like you guys to be a part of the team. If you've got a podcast or a radio show or an idea for something you'd like to put on the Internet, we want to help you make that happen. Send us an email at eventideent at gmail.com with your show idea and we'll help you get it on the air. What are the benefits of working with Eventide Entertainment? Well, to start with, we'll make sure that your show gets onto all of the best platforms, whether it's Spreaker or SoundCloud or iHeartRadio or Spotify and iTunes. We will get those on the air for you. Not only that, but you will be assigned an executive producer who can handle all of the post-production and editing for your show. 
All you have to worry about is just recording the show and they will take care of the rest for you. So that is one less thing that you need to worry about. We've also got a graphics person who will design a custom logo for your show. We'll put together a customized promo for your show that'll play on other shows in the network. So we're all helping each other out. You'll also get your own specialized Dropbox folder and access to our private staff Facebook group. There is literally nothing to lose if you're a host and you join the Eventide team. So make sure you send us an email at eventideent at gmail.com. And for more information and to check out some of our other shows, make sure you check us out on our website, www.eventideent.com. And we hope to see you guys soon. Talking about movies is what Aaron Lopez does best. We are talking about the greatest showman. Thor Ragnarok. Love, Simon. Hereditary. With an army of special guests. Jordan Lopez. Aaron Brewer. Jack Elliott. My good friend Carly. Special moments you don't want to miss. The very first ever drunk drive-in. We are more looking at the Oscar nominations. So grab some snacks and a cold drink. Let's all go to the lobby, refill your drinks. Every Thursday. Eventide Entertainment presents The Drive-In. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. We're still sitting here with Cade Roden on the Zencaster lines, uh, and we are going to do three minutes of rapid-fire questions. Cade, you think you're up to it? Um, I have ADD, man. My brain moves pretty fast, but hopefully, you know, we'll see. We're about, to, we're about to find out, so I'm going to hit this timer at three minutes. I'm just going to start just uh, rambling off questions, and you answer the first thing that comes to your mind, okay? All right, here we go, and... Get the timer set, and here we go. If a penguin walks through the door right now wearing a sombrero, what does he say, and why is he here? If there's a man wearing a sombrero? If there's a penguin wearing a sombrero walking through the door, what does he say, and why is he here? What color are penguins' feet? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm having trouble picturing it because, I I'm, I mean, I see the sombrero, but I can't remember what color a penguin's beak is, so... <laughs> I don't know. First thing that came to mind, man. All right. Uh, what what celebrity annoys you the most? Um, anything involving a Kardashian. If if your plane was about to crash, who would you want sitting right, want next, to right next to you? Uh, nobody. No. That's terrible. <laughs> Has your world ever been rocked? Um, three times a year, man, at least. There you go. Uh, what's a nickname your parents used to call you? Ruski. Ruski. Okay. Uh, yeah, would, you, would you prefer to be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? Um, speak every language. I don't feel like animals are that smart. <laughs> Fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is terrible. Oh, man. I didn't even know I was going to say that. <laughs> Would you rather, what superpower would you rather have, invisibility or super strength? Super strength. Is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? Yes. <laughs> it's on the policy of the matter. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how good are you at keeping secrets? Zero. What's your favorite junk food? Uh, Cheetos. Do you ever post inspirational quotes on social media? Oh my God, no. <laughs> uh who has it easier men or women or women uh for what <laughs> have you ever worn socks with sandals yes oh god um ironically <laughs> if voldemort offered you a hug would you accept if a what gave me a hug 
is Voldemort from Harry Potter. Yeah. Okay. Is double dipping at a party ever acceptable? No. Would you rather cuddle a baby panda or a baby penguin? Uh, uh, I, a baby penguin? I guess. They, I feel like they'd be smaller, but they come out of eggs. So, like, are they going to be slimy? 20 seconds. Are, you, are lifeguards attractive? Uh, I mean, it's a yes or a no, but it's always a one or a ten. <laughs> Would you want to live forever? Oh, my God. No, I'm ready for it now. Five seconds. Do you respect Kanye West? No. <laughs> How many times did you sneeze in the last seven days? Oh, my God. Four. And I know that exactly because I remember getting in trouble for not saying bless you to myself. All right. Cade Roden, everybody. Cade Roden, three minutes rapid fire questions. All right. Cade, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate this. I had fun, man. This was a good time. I got to do this again. I'd love to have you back anytime and hopefully get to see you, see you at a show uh, once in a while. You need to come up here to uh, come up here to date and do some shows, man. All right, man. I will. You know what? I will definitely do that. Maybe if you send me a message and tell me where one's at or something. I don't know. I'm going to need some type of motivation because, again, 6K, that's an hour drive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We'll, tr- we'll try to make something happen. We, we got some stuff in the works. So, uh, we'll get you up here. Awesome, man. Well, I had a great time being on the show, man. It was awesome. That's great, man. Great to have you. Guys, we got a lot more show around the corner, so stick around. This is Mike Talks Funny. Hey, guys. Mike here. You know, a lot of time and effort goes into this podcast, and I want you guys to be a part of the process. Become a supporter by going to patreon.com slash Comedy, And for as little as a dollar a month, you can help this show get better and better. Get access to all kinds of awesome content like comedy show tickets, unedited interviews, live streams, and so much more. Once again, just go to patreon.com slash Comedy and help support the show. And now it's time for the Roast of Mike Shea. This has been the Roast of Mike Shea. What makes a great radio show? How about a host that knows his stuff? Scottish First Minister Nicola Sturgeon. Uh... Isn't that a fish? You need guests with lots of class. And dude, what's up with this mic? Did somebody have this mic under their armpit? Because (laughs) it smells... Willing to stick around even at the end of the world. There will still be Kansas SpaghettiOs laying around. Exactly, and Twinkies. Bam. And Keith Richards. It's the Life with Don Smith. Tuesdays on WWSU 106.9 FM from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. And Fridays on the Eventide Entertainment Podcast feed. Every week. Join us for a brand new episode. Keep doing a radio show because we are idiots. Be there or be square. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. We are just about out of time this week, but I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't leave you with an awesome musical guest. Now these guys hit me up wanting to share some of their music with you and I took a listen and I enjoyed it and I think you will too. The band is called Cannibal Jones and this song is called Grimwood. Enjoy.
guys, that is going to do it for our show this week. A big thanks to Fox 45 for having me on their show. Big thanks to Cade Roden for coming on and talking with me. And a big thanks to Cannibal Jones for letting us share their music with the world. Guys, if you want to know where I'm going to be at next, go to www.mikeshaycomedy.com. For more information about all the other shows and great stuff going on here at Eventide, go to eventideent.com. We'll be back again next week with a brand new show. Tune in tomorrow for a new episode of Track Record with me and Robert Yetter. Until then, this is Mike Shea saying bye-bye. Closed captioning of this program was brought to you by Nobody. It's a podcast. Seriously, if you're deaf, why are you here? Move over, Jimmy Kimmel. Step aside, Conan O'Brien. Back off, Stephen Colbert. It's my turn. I'm Mike Shea, and every Tuesday on my show, Mike Talks Funny, I sit down and talk with comedians, actors, film fans, podcasters, anybody willing to get down, get deep, and get dirty. I don't remember the first time I had sex. That was horrible. <laughs> I didn't even finish the first time I had sex. I've tasted what most comics want, and now I have to go back and eat leftovers. You're so brave for wearing that shade of lipstick on stage. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Think of Last Comic Standing and... Mystery Science Theater 3000 had a baby, and that's the show. My online doppelganger is also a, a larger black man. He is uh, Adrian Miller. All the top results are he's a professor. Interviews with great people, not to mention all kinds of awesome new music every show. Hey, this is Don Smith. This is Scotty Mays. Hey, this is Kevin Goatee with Comics Watching Comics. Brought to you by Eventide Entertainment. There's a difference between do-it-yourself and do-it-for-a-living. At The Home Depot, we get that. And we're here to help pros get the job done with the products and brands you trust. Technology to keep your job on track. Job site delivery to save you time. And bulk pricing on over 4,000 items every day to save you money. When you've got a job, we're on the job. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Now's the time to find your color, your paint, and everything to get started during red, white, and blue savings at the Home Depot. Transforming your room is easier than ever. With the best deals online and in-store, you can confidently select your color and the tools for your next paint project. Get a colorful new experience and the right paint for the right price. Save $10 on one gallon and $40 off three and five gallons for a limited time only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 25 gallons per household. See store for details.